Men, you've been waiting a long time. Are you ready? This is the Battle Podcast. What up, man, and welcome to the Battle. I'm your host, John Durham. And I am Ray Ray all day. Ray Ray, what up, brother? What's going on, my man? Oh, man, just still COVID-19, baby, still (laughs) COVID-19. Man, are we ever going to get past this COVID-19? That's going to be like a new save. What do you have to do, man? Just COVID it, brother. I'm COVID. Just COVID it. Just sitting on the couch, saving people. Yeah, we'll we'll be like, you won't see a brother for like a week and be like, Ray, where you been at, bro? I've been... I'm in COVID-19, baby. COVID-19. Well, you can't say you're under quarantine. That's not a manly thing to do. Well, I'm stuck at home. I'm under quarantine. Who's going to write the first country song? Yeah, no kidding. I guarantee you there's a bunch in the works already. I mean, I don't know if I want to hang out with a dude that tells me he's been under quarantine. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) There's some people. (laughs) Oh, man, I've seen some people out there that even after quarantine, they still need to stay home. Yeah, no kidding. Tell me about it. Man, oh, man. So, you know, we've, we've got this thing going, episode seven right now. Wow. And can you, uh, it? can you believe it? Episode seven, man. That's awesome, dude, man. It goes so Love fast, it. though. Go, time flies when you're having fun. That's for sure. So I want to make sure we start reaching out to the listeners, man. I want to thank everybody who's liked the Facebook page. I want to thank everybody who's been listening. Keep tuning in and share it, man. Like we said before in the previous episodes, this ain't wisdom just for you to sit on, man. This is wisdom for you to go out and share with these other guys, these other young dudes that need uh, need some guidance, need some direction. Well, also, I think on our Facebook page, you put out a link to get the guys get linked up on Spotify too, right? I'm working on that right now. I've almost got it figured out. You know, okay. I'm in my mid forties, kind of like some other people in this room. Yeah, well, I might have don't to pick have... on Fritz like that, man. Come on, <laughs> that's all good. Now, nah, <laughs> yeah, I'll probably. 55 and quite alive. (laughs) Double nickel, baby. (laughs) Uh, But but yeah, so I'm working on that. I'll get that on there. So you guys, you know, go ahead, join the page, like the page, uh, the battle podcast on Facebook. And um, I'll have a link up there for you guys to get right to Spotify so that you can uh, access us nice and easy. And if you guys got any questions, you guys got any, you know, recommendations or anything you want us to address, hit us up on the email, man, the battle podcast at gmail.com yeah man if uh, we would love to hear from you we want to make sure that we're touching on subjects that are going to help you as men um and listen we're not we're not sensitive so you know this is a a man's podcast so you don't have to come at us you know all sensitive and pc if there's something you want us to talk about or there's a, there's a topic you want us to address just put it in there man drop it in our inbox and uh rain i'll take take a look at it and see what we can do about it man that's it exactly we'll make sure we get to it eventually um we're just kind of going about this as we feel led to go about this you know next you know each episode as it goes you know it's just it's just how we're feeling it's the struggles we're going through because we're not we're not pastors we're not you know ordained we're just regular dudes walking through life just like y'all and we're trying to make sure that we're putting out content that you guys enjoy and that are gonna help y'all i mean it's it's stuff that we deal with and it's stuff that a lot of guys quite honestly just don't even want to talk about or they don't know how to talk about it so guess what we're going to do the hard lifting excuse me the heavy lifting for you so we're going to we're going to open up the conversation we're going to create dialogue you know and that's what this is all about uh so let's look at today's episode man bad things good people wow it happens to bad things happen to good people well i mean you ever you ever hear people ask that question well why do bad things happen to good people yeah, you know, it's asked all the time. And, you know, a lot of times guys who are having bad things happen to them don't want to address the real reason those bad things are happening yeah. to them. Well, I think the first thing we got to look at tonight and, and talk about is, is what's a good person? Yeah. What is a good person? I mean, what constitutes 
you or me or anybody else being good. Well, our constitution of what is good is different than what somebody who's not a Christian's constitution of what is good. Yeah, the moral compass of what's inside of somebody, I guess. But that moral compass is actually inside of everybody. Right. And I mean, so our measuring stick, obviously, is Jesus. Correct. Right. And we know that he was perfect, so that's <laughs> that's hard to live up to. I mean— We'll never, we'll never do it. I mean, the word tells us there was only but one that was good, and we put him on a cross. <laughs> that's it. That's it. I mean, so. And I'm going to stick to what I've always said. It's better to aim for the stars and miss than aim for a pile of crap and hit. Yeah. So you might as well aim for the stars, boys. Yeah. And the reality of it is, is that, you know, there's a lot of us out there that think we know what it is to be good. Well, the question we got to ask is, is, well, where do you come up with that? Because you hear a lot of people say, well, I'm a good person. Oh, really? Okay. So. What is a good person? Well, I think we can kind of go back to our last podcast with the, uh, the the full armor of God. And a lot of that really hinged on the belt of truth. You know, so what is your truth? And like we said, everybody has that that moral compass about them. So they really know what's true as far as what's right and what's wrong. Mm-hmm. So defining what is good, you know, hey, I'm not out there beating my wife, so I'm better than Johnny is, you know. No offense to anybody named Johnny. But, you know, there's... You know, is that really good? Well, I think it's time to dispel the myth. All right. There are no good people. Truth. There's no such thing as a good person because we're all flawed. Correct. We all sin. We all fall short. We all do things that we shouldn't do. We all say things that we shouldn't say, right? We all think about things that we shouldn't be thinking about. Yep. So, you know, every one of us has lied, you know, at one point in time in our life. Every one of us has stepped outside of the boundaries of what good people do, it happens. It does. So we're, we're flawed. And it's not so much what you're doing, it's what you do about it. Right. I mean, so to get upset and go, well, how did that happen to me? I'm a good person. Well, I hate to hurt your feelings, but you're not a good person. Neither am I. And I'm not a good person. Nope. You know, there are times when I, when I can, when I can be a, a good person and right. I can do what's right and what's good, but I don't always do that. Right. Neither do I. I mean, as a husband, there are times that I fall short in a way that I talk to or treat my wife. Exactly. I mean, if, if I talk to my wife in a manner that's, you know, disrespectful or I raise my voice or I don't listen or I ignore or I condescend or whatever, that's not something a good person would do, right? Yeah, it's not being a good person. I mean, there's times when, you know, I deal with my children and I allow my feelings and my emotions and my self-entitlement to get in the way and I don't walk things out the way that I should. I mean, that's not the way... I, good person does things, right? Right, exactly. So, I mean, we could sit here all day long and, and try to play this this game of, uh, well, I'm a good person. Well, based upon what? And, and like we said, as Christians, our, our standard is Jesus. Well, ain't nobody even close to Jesus because Jesus was perfect. Exactly. Now, th- does that give us a license to go around and be a knucklehead? No. No. But we need to understand that you know, when we start throwing out the word good, we got to be very, very careful of, of what that means, what that encompasses. Right. We're most basically we are people that do good things here and there. And then we are people that do bad things here and there, here and there. You know? Exactly. That we're, we're flawed. So I, I think we want to make sure we get that out in the open, you know, that, you know, this whole notion of, you know, like I hear people say, well, why does God let bad things happen to good people? Well, <sighs> God allowed his son who was perfect in every single way that was sinless. He allowed him to come to this world and to be nailed to a cross for the sins of humanity. 
That's to pay, everyone. To pay the debt for every person, present, past, and future. Right. Right? Was Jesus not a good person? He's the only good person in right. my eyes. So sometimes bad things happen to good people. Yep. Uh, but here's the other thing we got to think about. When we look at this and we start asking these questions, why do bad things happen to good people? Well, what role are you playing in that? You mentioned that a little bit ago. What role are you playing in these bad things happening to you? Right, exactly. I mean, are we, we talked about last last episode about putting on the full armor of God or, or armoring up, right? We mentioned the helmet, right? Right. The, how crucial it was to make sure that we protect our ears and our eyes from the things that come in because sooner or later they're going to come out. Right, right? got to set some boundaries, there you go. Boundaries. I mean, are we setting boundaries in our lives to ensure that certain things don't happen? Correct. I mean, if, if I sit here as a father and I allow my kids to watch and to listen to whatever they want, and then I walk in my house one day and my kids talk in a way that he shouldn't be talking. How do I sit there and act surprised by that? Right. How do I sit back and go, well, where did he hear that? Or where did she come up with that? Well, or better yet, if I allow myself to say things that I shouldn't in front of my children. And I'm going to talk to the fellas out there, re- re- keeping it real, man. Some of you guys out there are talking highly inappropriately in front of your kids. And then you want to have this mentality of do as I say, not as I do. Well, guess what? They're going to emulate you, the good and the bad. Exactly. And so if you think you're going to come home and just talk any way you want to and act any way you want to, and that that's not going to come out in your kids, you're fooling yourself. Exactly. And that's, that's part of that whole, what role are you playing in this situation? Mm -hmm. You know? Well, it's just like, how many times do you see these videos on social media of these kids hitting their parents or being disrespectful and cussing out their parents, throwing temper tantrums and, and the, and the, the person sitting there, they got this look of be bewilderment on their face like why is this happening to me and it's like i'll tell you why it's happening to you because you've allowed it to happen exactly you have fed this beast this kid didn't just wake up one day and decide to be like this at the age of 14 nope this is something that's been embedded in him so why is this bad thing happening to me well did you create healthy boundaries to make sure that there wasn't garbage coming in so garbage would come out right uh are you doing that for yourself in your own life you know? So, I mean, the other part of it is, is when we look at what role are you playing? I mean, wh- how are you contributing to this? You know, one of the, the greatest analogies I like to use is like, don't go home one day, take your rent money and your light money and go out to Red Lobster in a movie and blow all your cash and then come back to your house when the lights are off, getting ready to get evicted and ask God, why is this happening to me? Right. Why is this happening? I was just trying to, you know, go out to dinner once. No, you don't go out to dinner once with your rent money and your and your yeah, life. I mean, the decisions that you make, the choices that you make, are going to dictate the outcome a lot of times. You yeah. know, like going back to what I'm saying, if you're not raising your kids with boundaries, they're going to be hell on wheels. Exactly, they're going to be disrespectful, ungrateful, spoiled children. Right, and bad things are going to happen to good people. It's not always that person's fault. Because we have free will. Everybody has free will. Yeah. Somebody else can choose very poorly and it can affect somebody, a, you know, air quote, good person. Sure. I mean, when you look at it, we talked about this before. I mean, the most powerful gift that God has given any of us is the power of free will. Right. 
Well, with that, you got to understand is that somebody can come walk into your house and decide to do whatever they want to do. That's or it. they could do something out in public or somebody can mistreat you or somebody can do, do bad things to you because they have the power of free will, too. They do. Yep. And so, you know, there are things that happen to us in life. That's it. Exactly. And, you know, at that point, it's not so much do you it, it's not do you sit back and just go, why me? What happened? Why me? It's what you do in that situation. It's your choices. What are you going to choose to do? Are you going to play the victim? Or are you going to respond in a positive manner? Well, the other part of it, too, is is recognizing that, you know, in life, we learn from these things. Right. And we grow from them. Even if it is a negative situation at the time, it may hurt in the moment, but it's going to make you stronger when you come out of it. Exactly. Like when you and I were kids, when we were growing up, we got the belt. If, if they took the time to take the belt off, we got the belt. Yeah. You know, if not, we just got flat out. My mother used whatever the hell she get her hands on. I'll tell you right now. <laughs> Coffee I, mug. <laughs> we had this big wooden spoon. And it was like a decorative spoon. It was at least three feet long. And it was on the wall. And it was about two and a half inches thick. And, and she grabbed them. Now, my mom was only five foot three. Ooh. And she's raising, you know, four boys and a girl, you know? Oh, yeah. And, and she, you know, we lived in a housing project. And when she got pissed, she was hell on wheels, oh, man. I bet. And she, she'd get you with anything she'd get her hands on. Oh, yeah. And she beats you with syllables like, you don't know what you want. Shut your mouth, do you? And of course, I didn't know how to shut up. So I I got the beating of a lifetime, you know? And I mean, I got whacked so many times on the kneecaps with that wooden spoon. I mean, I had splinters in my knees, you know what I'm saying? Oh, man, I don't doubt it, man. I don't doubt it. Been there, done that. But it was also a, a response to something that I decided to do. Like, you know... My mom just didn't wake, wake up and just start beating people with a spoon. That's right. not how it worked. You know, it was always something that that antagonized her or created that situation. That was the result of it. And, right. You know, that's an extreme. But again, going back to what we're saying, there are things, choices that we make that are going to cause us pain and heartache. Yeah. You know, don't blame God and don't blame other people for decisions that you make. Right. You know, if you decide that, you know, you don't want to get up and go to work. Don't be crying in my ear about the fact you just lost your job. Yeah, or you ain't got enough money coming in, period. Right. You know, how many times do you hear people, they'll cry in, in your ear about how they're barely making it, crying poor mouth, but then you hear from the next day and they've bought the latest and greatest, you know, piece of technology or they went and bought a new car, you know, they went and got a new boat or whatever. And you're like, well, wait a second, you're just telling me like two days ago you were broke. What is this, this magic money? I, I need to get some of that magic money. You know right. what I'm saying? Exactly. Like this money that just appears out of thin air. I mean, I don't know where it comes from, but I like to get my hands on some of it. Yeah. I mean, we can even talk about, you know, current situation right now, COVID-19, everybody's quarantined, things shutting down, people out of work, people not making any money. I'm one of those guys. I'm not making any money. Now I look at it at, okay, look, I always save up money for several months in advance. Now I don't drive a new car. I don't have a boat. I don't live in a big house. I know that I want to live in a manner that if the crap hits the fan, just like it did, mm -hmm. I'm all right for several months. Right. You know, there's a lot of people out there that are that are that are yelling and screaming. Where's my stimulus check? Where's my this? Where's my that? Where's my this? Well, look, you put yourself in that position. I know a lot of people this is going to piss them off. I get it. I understand mm -hmm. it. It's going to piss a lot of people off. But you put yourself in that position, period. You know what I mean? When you bought the, you know overwhelming house strapping yourself to the t then you went and bought a boat then you went and bought a new car 
and you really don't have enough money to do any of that, you hit a bump in the road and guess what? You're screaming at everybody else. Well, no, you put yourself there. Well, think about the culture we live in today. I mean, we have Walmart and Target now saying that you can only buy essential items because people were trying to buy big screen TVs with their stimulus checks. Right. So, I mean, you know, it's like I told my kids, there's a big difference between being inconvenienced and struggling. Right. Or suffering. And there are plenty of people out there. Don't oh, get me yeah, wrong. There are. I realize that there are plenty of people out there absolutely. that don't have big houses, boats, and all that stuff that they're doing absolutely everything they can. Yeah, but they're not in line trying to buy a flat screen TV either. Exactly. You know, I mean, there are people that things do happen, and, and it's unfortunate, and it's a bad situation. So it's we're not talking about everybody, but there are a lot of times, a lot of our wounds are self-inflicted. Correct. And we want to point fingers and blame everybody else. Right. You know, we live in a society, in a culture today where it's about me. What, what's John going to get? How's this going to work out for me? What am I getting out of this? Where's my check? Where's my money? Right. Why isn't this person helping me? Why didn't they do that? Instead of looking for ways that we can help others. That's it. Exactly. You and, know? and that's the key point here is it's not about saying, oh, you're doing it wrong. You're doing it wrong. You're doing it wrong. That's not what this is about. It's about looking within yourself. It's about being selfless not selfish. Right. I've got, you know, I, I've got nothing coming in. I got nothing going on, but I'm actually, you know, you've heard it on a couple of the previous podcasts. I'm helping the neighbor build a deer pen. Mm -hmm. Well, I've got no money to be doing anything. So I'm trying to figure out what can I do? He, he's not paying me or nothing, but I'm trying to keep my mind active. I'm trying to figure out where I can help others. Right. You know, I'm trying to do what I can do to keep pushing forward and to not sit here and stew in this poo. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because it's going to, Pretty soon it's going to start to stink. I said, and when, and when, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, <laughs> and here's the thing. I mean, when you start to stink, people don't want to be around you. No. Who wants to be walking around hanging out with a guy that's that stinks? That's it. Like crap, that's because he's exactly. got a bad attitude. Nope. I mean, look, things going to happen. Bad things do happen at times, and I think you make a valid point, Ray. I mean, how are we going to respond when those bad things happen? Right. And I'm going to be straight with you. I mean, there's nothing more frustrating for me when I see other Christians that walk around with a defeatist attitude. Yeah. They got that Eeyore mentality like, oh, man, going through it again, all this, all that. It's like, look, things happen. I get it. But we should be walking tall as Christians because no matter what happens to us or what circumstance we're, we're in or we're under, we have Christ. Amen. And we have a God that loves us and that's going to provide for us and, and take care of us, right. regardless of circumstances. And, and I think we've lost a true sense of what necessity is versus what want is. Right. You know, I mean, you know, we, we, we confuse with clothes on our backs and food in our stomachs and shelter overhead with how big's the shelter and what name's on the clothes and what's the quality of the meat that you're eating. You know what I'm saying? Right. And, and we lose, you know, we lose sight of things. I mean, we get these... I like to say refined taste buds, you know, like when I was coming up, we, we drank nothing but Kool-Aid, milk and water in my house. Mac and cheese, baby. Yeah. I mean, uh, our four food groups were bread, eggs, cereal, and milk. Yep. I mean, <laughs> and that's, and that's if the milk was on sale. Yeah. And so, you know, yeah, pop tarts, pop tarts. I oh, like yeah. that. Yeah. Pop. But you know, the, the thing was, is that, you know, we didn't know any better. We didn't know any different. And that was just life. You know, if you were hungry, you went and fried an egg. You know what I'm saying? Uh, if you if you went in the fridge and if you had to make a ketchup sandwich, you made a ketchup sandwich. That's you know it. what I mean? I mean, now it's like the, my kids. If if 
if they don't have snacks in the cupboard or they don't have Coca-Cola or whatever, there ain't nothing to eat in this house, man. Ain't nothing. I mean, now it's if you've got to cook it, they ain't nothing to eat. Right, exactly. You know? You know, my favorite thing growing up, <laughs> I don't know if y'all know this because this is a, it's kind of a redneck thing, of course, but we called them bologna bowls. You put a piece of bologna in the microwave for about 15 seconds and it pops up into a bowl. Man, you put a little ketchup in there. You can even roll it up. Just nom, 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 Now, nom. we fried up some bologna, but I was always too lazy. I just ate it cold. <laughs> you know? How about dessert bean fried Cheerios? <laughs> I never had no fried Cheerios. never Cheerios. had fried Cheerios. No, no fried Cheerios, oh, man. Oh, man, you better redneck and I. Well, redneck and I. My kids laugh at me because I eat, like, uh, ravioli out of the can. Heck, I'll eat clam chowder out of a can. I don't care. Sardines, you know. <laughs> People look at me like I'm bland. I'm like, dude, I grew up on welfare and housing project, bro. I can you know, get by. I got, I'm going to live. I can promise you that, right? So uh, there's a big difference between suffering and being inconvenienced. Correct. And there's a big thing with a uh, difference between, you know, bad things happening and inconveniencing things happening, you know, like not getting what you want. Right, exactly. You know? I think if we focused more on the need than the want, it would change our perception. You know, there's a saying that we say a lot uh, in the men's group is that if we change our term from have to to get to, right? I mean, you know, you get to provide for your family. You get to love on your children. You get to love your wife. You get to live in the house you live in. You get to go to this job that you have. Um, it's a whole new perspective. Oh, yeah. And you get, you got these folks that right now, I mean, with a situation that we're in, they're out of work. They would love to get to go to work right now. Right. No, there's some that don't care. I mean, there's a, that, the other half too. I mean, but we just got to understand the other part of it too is, is we live in a broken world. Right. This world that we live in, dude, is broken. You know, it's, you know, it's an imperfect world with imperfect people. There's nothing you're going to do to prevent bad things from happening to good people. It's never going to happen. Never going to happen. Not and, in this world. And God's not going to prevent them either because if he did, he'd be taking away the power of free will. Correct. And he's not going to do that. Nope. God didn't create robots or puppets. You know, the only thing that you can control is how you walk things out. That's it. Exactly. And how you deal with the circumstances. And what are you going to do in the midst of this storm? Are you going to, are you going to find, you know, the positives in your life? Are you going to focus on the good things that are happening? Or are you going to be the OE or that's going to walk around talking about poor me and how, how bad my life is? Right. You know, it reminds me of uh, one of our last episodes we were talking about, you know, you know, the examples that we have is being men. And we can either look at the negative examples and use that as an excuse to be a bad man, or we can look at those negative examples and go, that's not the man I want to be. Right. And I'm going to make sure that I'm not that man. Yeah. And and even and when you say negative examples, it's not even always negative examples. You know, like when I was growing up, my father traveled all the time. I mean, I might've seen him a total of two or three months out of the year, weekends here, week there, just a little bit here and there. But I took that as, you know, a young man and decided, you know what? When I start my family, I'm not going to travel. I want to be home with, you know, my family. Had a job where I was traveling all the time, got married, told the boss, said, hey, look, I'm not traveling anymore. The first nine months I was married, I spent six months in Miami doing Ooh. a job. I came back home and I told my wife, I said, baby, I said, I'm quitting. She's like, what are we going to do? I'm like, I got no idea. But I am not going to leave you here, especially once we start having kids. I want to be home with a family. It's choices, man. It's the choices you make. I I was making more money then than I make now, and not just because of COVID nineteen. And the and the segue into what you're saying there, which is so important, 
you could have chose to, to continue to do what you were doing to make the money. And then in turn, you sacrifice the relationship with your wife and your children. And now you've got a situation where you've got a bad situation at home. You know what I mean? So oh, yeah. it comes back to the choice. What choice are you going to make? Oh, yeah. And and the coolest part about this all is that, you know, my dad, uh, many, 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 many years later, um, he finally got, you know, early retirement. He had to do early retirement. And he was sitting there and he was stewing over it all, all this time and all this effort that he put into this company and into this business, you know, to to provide all this stuff. And he he finally had this, you know, aha moment. He's like, man, I did it all wrong. He's like, you and your brother are doing it right. He's like, I screwed it up. And I, and I was able to tell my dad, I said, dad, no, dude, don't, don't take it that way. I said, look at it. You affected two people, me and my brother by your choices, which were not bad choices. You were doing what you thought was best at the time. Can't fault you for that whatsoever. But your that choice that affected me and my brother has now affected six different people. So now my brother's got four kids. I got two kids. So by him doing that and my brother and I choosing, we want to be at home. He's now taken what my father chose to do, which again was his best, what he thought was best at the time. And it affected his grandchildren. So now they have their whole family at home with them. So you essentially took a bad thing because your dad was, wasn't home a lot. Right. And you turned it into a good thing. Yep. Because you decided to make the choice to say, I'm going to learn from this and not do this with my family. Bingo. So you, but the other part of it, too, is even in the negative of all that, you also, one thing I know about you and have heard a lot when you talk about your dad is you have a great deal of respect for his work ethic. Correct. So even in that, you you learned, okay, to be a, a good worker, yep. you know, the importance and the value of working hard and providing for a family. It was just where I worked. Right. And so you made the choice, right? So you took a bad thing and turned it into a good thing. So. Correct. You were an innocent child at the time. You didn't do anything wrong, nope. but it was a fact that it did affect you yep. in a negative way because mm -hmm. your dad wasn't there, right? Right. But again, then, 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 then you knew your dad loved you. It wasn't like you guys had a bad relationship. Right. But you just missed your dad. But again, I mean, it, you can make one or two choices. How are you going to walk this thing out and how are you going to use this as a man? Exactly. What are you going to learn from this? You know, yep. are you going to take these bad situations and use an opportunity? God take the God takes a mess and turns it into a message. Correct. And he takes our lives and he allows us to grow and experience things so that we learn and we become better, stronger people in the process. Now, those guys out there that are sitting there going, well, that's all good and, and for you because you're a Christian and you know you put everything on God, but you know I, I don't believe in that. I mean, that's not my thing. Well, at the end of the day, you still have the choice. Exactly. And you know what's good and what's not. Yep. I mean, we all have a moral compass in us, right? Nobody ever, like I said before in the last episode, nobody ever tells their kids they want them to grow up and be bad people. And here's what you got to do. Know? You got to make sure that you're not putting your job in front of your family. Now, you might, you might say, oh, I'm doing this for my family. I'm doing this for my family. I'm doing this for my family. So my kid can have the Xbox. My kid can have this. My kid can have that. My wife can have this. My wife can have that. I'll guarantee you, guarantee you that they would rather have you than that Xbox. And they would rather have you than that nice new car they're driving. So you look at it and those are some bad things that happen to some pretty good people. They're not doing anything wrong. Nope. And we can just lie to ourselves to do so. So it comes in different shapes and forms. We, we just look at bad things like somebody getting murdered or somebody getting robbed or somebody, you know, being tortured or something. We, we go to the extreme and everything. But the reality of it is, is bad things happen to people a lot. Right. And a lot of times it happens from people that we care about. People mm -hmm. hurt our feelings. People violate our trust. People say things about us. People, 
you know, don't treat us the way that we should be treated. And so at the end of the day, we got to ask ourselves the tough question. Am I going to be like those people? or Am I going to choose to be better than that? And yeah, I mean, these things are going to happen. I just got to focus on me. What am I going to do? Right. Because I can't control Ray. Nope. You know? So, I mean, the reality of is bad things are going to happen to people. Yep. Because we've already established there's no such thing as good people. Exactly. So, so, um, so, I mean, let's look at some things that we can help these guys out with, some practical things that they can use, and let's give them some weapons to uh, fortify their uh, their kingdom, so to speak. Well, let's do it, man. Let's go to the armory. All right. So we've got three verses. I know you love that, John. So now, I like when you say three more again. I like right. that. We got three more again. There we go. I like the rednecking that. <laughs> yeah. So here we go. Here's what we got for y'all uh, this week. And hey, guys, make sure, you know, listen to what I got to say. You know, if you don't want to listen to it, if this ain't your thing, that's absolutely fine. We're not here to push you onto that. We're just here to help you out in life. You know what I mean? But for those of you who, you know, this might spur you on a little bit, man, uh, grab these verses, read a couple passages before, a couple passages after, kind of get to know, you know, what it's about. So the first one we have here is Romans 8, 18. For I consider that the suffering of this present time are not worth comparing with the glory that is to be revealed to us. Well, for us as believers, we know that this life that we have is temporary. Correct. It's but a vapor, right? So mm-hmm. even though we may suffer to some degree on this earth, whether it's emotionally, financially, relationally, whatever it may be, we know in the end, we're going to spend an eternity with Christ in heaven. So in the grand scope of things, you know, we got to keep things in perspective. Right. Um, for those that don't lean on that and don't have that truth or have that hope in their life, I guess at the end of the day, it's all about, it's temporary. Exactly. Things that are happening in your life, it's just for the moment. Things happen in a moment. And so don't get caught up in living that moment. Don't marinate in it for the rest of your life. Right. You, you can, I'm sure any person out there, any man out there can look back and count at least three different things that have gone completely wrong in his life and thought, holy crap, this is the end of it. There's, what am I going to do? There is no tomorrow. I'm losing the house. I'm losing the car. I'm losing everything. But here you are today listening to this podcast. Yeah. Cause there is a tomorrow. There is a tomorrow. And for us Christians, that tomorrow may be in heaven. Yeah. You know what I mean? You, they, they always say that you uh, you can't kill a Christian. You can only change his address. That's it, baby. <laughs> seven, seven, seven. Yeah. All right. So number two, what we got here is 1 John 2, 15. Do not love the world or the things in the world. If everyone loves the world, the love of the Father is not in them. So what do you put in your stock and your trust in? The world's going to fail you. Amen. People are going to fail you. So if your love and your trust is in this world, you're going to be greatly disappointed. Without a doubt, man. Every time. So because somebody's going to let you down sometime. Period. Right. No ifs, ands, or buts about it. And the last one we have here is Roman 3 23. For all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. We're all sinners, man. Short and sweet. We're all broken. Like I said in the beginning, we all fall short. There's no, there's only but one that was good. So we need to be very careful with throwing that word around because all of us have flaws. So, so what's our next episode? Our next episode is pain is the best teacher. Ooh, that's going to hurt. The truth. That's, that's going to hurt. hurt. <laughs> no pun intended. That is going to hurt. So in closing, I just want to take this opportunity. Once again, like Ray said in the beginning, I want to thank you guys for coming out and listening to our podcast, but I also want you to understand something. 
You know, there's a real easy thing to get caught up in, and that's perception. The perception of this world is, is that we're good. The reality of it is, is really not. So, you know, at the end of the day, none of us are above suffering. I mean, for us Christians out there, the greatest man that ever walked the planet was Jesus Christ, and he suffered on the cross for us. And when you sit back and you think about that, well, that changes the way you think about everything, doesn't it? And that, my friends, is where the rubber meets the road. 